Shalom, everybody. This is Aaron Hood with the Voice of My Beloved podcast. Um, you might already be thinking, wow, this is different. And uh, yeah, it's a little different here. Um, I'm going to introduce myself uh, again. Like I said, I'm Aaron Hood, and my wife, Victoria Hood, is here with me today. And uh, we're going to be filling in for Braden and Tally today. They asked us to share a little bit about um, uh, some notes and on some things about ourselves and uh, teaching or what I was sharing during this last Sukkot. Uh, which we had a great time uh, this last ago. We had a phenomenal group, about 300 of us, all in all. Um, families, uh, what we, I think we had, what was it, 50 children uh, under five or something of I that sort. We right. had a lot of children, glory to God. Mm-hmm. Um, so Sukkot was wonderful. I uh, hope that all of y'all had a good, glorious Sukkot. And so a little bit about ourselves. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about ourselves, Victoria? Okay. Well, we are, as mentioned before, Aaron and Victoria Hood. We have four children. And four boys. We have, yeah, four boys, ages from six down to 11 months. And we just moved up here to the campus with Braden and Tally and Love and Purity Ministry. Um, I am Braden's sister. So we've um, been closely connected for a long time and just really felt like in the past year got moving a lot of things around uh, we're originally from Tennessee and um he just finally in July I think yeah right around July Aaron end of July like, beginning of August all right we're doing it yeah pulled the trigger uh so yeah so when well Brayden and Tally went on their first uh, love and purity um what's the word road I'm looking trip. for road trip yeah or a t- tour. Uh, tour um Victoria and I were along and uh, we had a great trip with them and so we've been we have been a part of this probably from the the beginning and I really believe in it and, and believe that it's something that uh, is probably one of the more most important in our perspective um, foundations uh, that people can get a hold of of uh, family and um, purity before God and, and love of the, the bridegroom king who is coming uh, so we are just super happy to be here and that's uh, kind of a little bit of what we are doing up here. I'm, I'm taking care of my, my job up here, I guess, is t- technically maintenance. Is, so I'm helping. I'm a, a licensed electrician. I'm going to be helping try and keep this uh, facility that we have up here uh, up and running and nothing burning down or anything like that. And my lovely wife's helping with the book work and uh, making sure things that get paid need to be paid, get paid, and that uh, we and the IRS doesn't come after us or anything like that. So she's doing a phenomenal job so far. We're all here safe and sound. Um, so the topic that we want to talk a little bit about and is something that, uh, has been, uh, I've been reading through and, and studying over the past couple months, actually, um, Braden asked me to share a little bit during Sukkot. And so, um, I put together this, uh, list of scriptures basically is what it is. And we're not going to get through all of them, uh, today. What we're probably going to be, I don't know, maybe even a third or halfway through and maybe we can do, uh, a couple of these podcasts to help us get all the way through. But the idea is uh, who do you fear? And um, something that I know is very prevalent in the, uh, the Christian church and in uh, the body of Messiah in general is a, uh, a, a great respect and understanding for, of the love of God. You know, we talk about the love of God, obviously this is the love and purity podcast. This is something that we talk about quite a bit, but um, as I was considering that in some situations in my life, um, some 
family situations and, and friends and people that I knew, um, I began to do a get caught. My eye got was caught by the by the fear of the Lord and and what that is and what it it means to fear the Lord. And um, right off the bat, you know, Proverbs eight thirteen says the fear of the Lord is to hate evil, pride and arrogance and the evil way and the perverse mouth I hate. So that word there is uh, in Hebrew it's sane. Uh, it means actually to hate personally, like an enemy or foe. Um, to be hateful or uh, odious or to utterly. Um, and there's actually 107 verses on the fear of the Lord. Wow. So as I was going through, and uh, like I said, I basically just have a, a list here of quite a few. I don't, I don't even have all of them here. But uh, we're just going to go through and, and maybe read a few of these and, and we talk about them. And, you know, fear of the Lord is just something that it is to hate evil. You know, we have a lot of, like I mentioned, a lot of love. We understand the love, or we, we don't really understand, you know, the love of God. But well, there's lots of teachings about the love of God mm-hmm. and how deep and how wide, and nothing can separate us from the love of God. Um, but what what would you say, Victoria? Like, what was something that, you know, kept you in, in a relationship with your father from doing the wrong thing? Like, there's yeah, a knowing, fear. Knowing the consequences. Knowing the consequences, yeah. But there's a knowledge. Like, I guess the blessing, like his favor when you do obey or you know, like it's right. It goes uh, hand right. in His hand. favor is for life. Right. Yeah. It's we don't want to be motivated um only by the fear of the Lord. There's a great balance there. It just seems like the the balance is heavy on the love side. And mm-hmm. in America we have a, a pretty um low understanding of the greatness of God, like the, the, the terribleness of God, you know, even, you know, like there's not really a terror, his awesome power, awesome power, right? Yeah. He's full of might and, and he's righteous, right? And Mm -hmm. we don't, the people, um, majority of Christians, you know, a lot of it's just not being taught or a lot of it's, um, not understood, but God is uh, a God that hates evil. Uh, another one of the verses here, it says, uh, in Second Chronicles nine seven, now therefore let the fear of the Lord be upon you. Take care and do it, for there is no iniquity iniquity with the Lord our God, no partiality, nor taking of bribes. Uh, Job twenty eight twenty eight says, and to man he said, behold, the fear of the Lord that is wisdom, and to depart from evil is understanding. The Psalm nineteen nine says, the fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. So it's something that we have to understand is that God hates evil and that when we're walking in that, not to say that he hates uh, people like, you know, we've heard said before, you know, hate the sin, love the sinner. But, and that's that's true, but the person who fears the Lord departs from sin and iniquity and uh, is transformed and renewed. You know, we don't, um, God doesn't see us as sinners anymore, you know, when we're, uh, when we've been set free or getting the victory, God wants us to uh, to cease walking in sin, you know, because he hates sin. Guys, sin will not dwell in the presence of the Lord. And that's just a uh, not a real spoken message out there today. Mm-hmm. You've got um, a lot of people saying, you know, the Lord will, you know, loves you where you're at, you know, and and he does love you where you're at, but it's not salvation. You're not going to find salvation continuing to walk in sin. You know, it says, you know, for this purpose was the Son of God manifest to destroy the works of the evil one in your life. Mm-hmm. And if God's not, if you're not getting victory in your life over the the sins in your life, the hidden sins or the, the things that he has uh, shown you, mm-hmm. uh, those areas where we're weak, 
then, you know, the, the power of the Holy Spirit's just not there. Mm-hmm. You know, we got to grow in our walk with the Lord, and, and the ways that we can do that is by getting victory over the enemy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I was just thinking, I heard a pastor talk about the other day how in the Scripture, you know, there's a lot of broken people that were, yeah, deep in sin, uh, talked about in the Bible, but once their encounter with God, they didn't walk in that anymore. It's right. like there was a, a major turnaround, and um, yeah, it's the whole it's the whole idea. You know, we're really here just kind of, and this what this teaching or what this uh, these verses. I'm not going to call it a teaching. I don't don't feel like it's really teaching, but just sharing with you what God is showing me, and hoping that it encourages you in the same way that it did us. Mm-hmm. But to understand that God hates sin more than he loves us like there is no iniquity that dwells with god mm-hmm. like when we come before him you know there's many verses in deuteronomy and in leviticus that talk about be holy as he is holy be perfect as he is perfect and this you know who do you fear it says come you children this is uh, psalms 34 11 come you children listen to me and i'll teach you the fear of the lord Psalm 34, 12, continuing on in that chapter. Who is the man who desires life and loves many days that he may see good? Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit. Depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. There's this idea that you continue to walk in sin, uh, that grace may abound. And Romans says, you know, far be it. You know, um, God forbid that we should continue to walk in sin, that grace may abound. Um the father has, you know, his limits. Yes, we see that even with the children of Israel, when he would suffer along with them in their iniquity and in their unrepentant hearts, he eventually destroyed them. And it's a sobering thought. You know, we don't want to, we don't want to be um, the recipients of God's wrath, but uh, he is loving, he is merciful, mm-hmm. but he's also just, and we have to be like him. Well, and his just, <clears throat> like him uh, disciplining us for our, Sin is what brings us around back to him. That's all part of the love of God. Exactly, exactly. I mean, if you just even look at uh, the relationship between a father and his mm-hmm. son. I mean, I love my son, mm-hmm. um, but I correct him because I want him to be a joy for other people to be around. <laughs> and there's things in life that he doesn't understand are destructive. Uh, you know, to be able to teach a child how to live with others and, and not be selfish and not be uncaring or to bully and all these things. They are things that have to be... And, and the scripture says, Lord, he whom you love, you correct. Mm-hmm. Right. So we can't shy away from the correction of the Lord. We can't um, stand to the side and not do anything. You know, we got to be trying. we got to keep pressing forward. And uh, the Father, when he, when he loves us, you know, if he loves us, he'll correct us. And, mm-hmm. and we've got to just take the fear of the Lord to, uh, to our hearts. Um, here in uh, Psalms 111.10, it says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. A good understanding have all those that do his commandment, his praise endures forever. Proverbs 1 7, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. Proverbs is just full of scriptures talking about, um, you know, the uh, the fear of the Lord, how it is uh, departing from evil. And you think about Joseph. I mean, mm-hmm. he feared the Lord. Like when Potiphar's wife came after him, pursuing him, he said, how can I sin, do this great sin? against my God. And um, he fled. And, and that's really what this picture is here when it says, you know, to f- flee evil. I mean, we see that multiple times here. Depart from evil is understanding, you know, to flee uh, the youthful lusts. You know, there's scriptures after scripture that talk about um, being um, action, you know, just an actual 
a physical action that uh, we choose with our mind to uh, walk away from sin. Um, here's another one, uh, Psalm, or this is Proverbs 2, 1. My son, if you receive my words and treasure my commands within you, so that you incline your ear to wisdom and apply your heart to understanding, yes, if you cry out for discernment and lift up your voice for understanding, if you seek her as silver and search for her as hidden treasures, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. I mean, what an awesome promise, you know, to find the knowledge of God. So many of us are trying to, to know more of God's character, and it's something that we really can't tap into, according to the Scripture, until we understand the fear of the Lord. Mm. There's so much that uh, we can understand. I mean, even a child, again, to, to the analogy of a father and a son, a child doesn't, he, he admires his father, and, but the, the love is really not the, the core motivator of, you know, um, a child's, Obedience. Obedience or a child's um, desire to do the right thing. And he's, mm-hmm. he's, he's afraid of the punishment. And that fear is the beginning coupled together with the love. Again, don't, uh, don't go out and say that, you know, Aaron Hood say that, you know, the love of God's not important. Um, it's for sure is. I mean, it's our identity, you know, is that God loves us. And that, that mm-hmm. casts out all the wrong fear. Mm-hmm. And today we have a right. lot of the wrong fear out there. Yeah. A lot of, uh, Praying on fear, the news is is um, just full of fear, and you know some the popular movies out there. I was talking to somebody today about how people just live in this uh, realm of fear and just playing with that emotion, and it's it's really unhealthy because then we don't really understand, and we're not understanding the fear of the Lord, which is uh, He desires us to to trust Him and to to walk in in comfort or in in trust of him, not in the fear that he's going to, he's not up there with a big hammer. You know, this is the other side, you know, maybe an understanding that, you know, when we, when we sin, you know, he corrects us, but it's not because he's angry, but it's because we sinned. Mm -hmm. You know, there's some responsibility there. Um, The father, he gives us free choice, right? We have the uh, ability to um, make decisions right or wrong. And if we make the wrong decision, then, I mean, that's the way it was from the garden from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I like how <clears throat> the, the name of this, you're asking, who do you fear? Right. So like you're going to fear um, a certain things. Are we going to f- fear people? Are we going to fear the government? Are we going to fear uh, the future? Corona. You know, corona. <laughs> uh, like COVID. what is it we're fearing and uh if we don't fear god that's majorly and all have all those other fears uh we're not going to be able to walk out what god has called us to right there's so much you know to be we're motivated to a certain degree by that which we fear you know Mm -hmm. if we fear the lord we're going to be more compelled to honor his commandments Mm -hmm. and and to walk in his good and righteous law because he set everything in motion and he gave us the keys to it. And he says, you know, if you will keep my commandments, you know, there'll be life and length of days to you. So the fear of the Lord is a something that replaces, it should replace, because it's coupled together with the love. You know, the love, the spirit of the love is, you know, there is no fear. Mm-hmm. So it, yeah. it, I believe that fear is speaking of fear outside of the fear of the Lord, as we'll see in some more verses here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so here we have Proverbs 16, 6 
says, In mercy and truth, atonement is provided for iniquity. And by the fear of the Lord, one departs from evil. Right. Again, we have this departing idea like mm-hmm. this. The, the fear of the Lord causes us to depart. And it talks about, you know, it's the wisdom of God. You know, it, we don't even understand the wisdom of God or have understanding until we can understand this, the fear that God mm-hmm. is to be feared. I mean, we're going to get to this in some of the verses later on, but, you know, just even trembling before God. Yeah. Um, how many of us do we tremble before a, a living God, like He is powerful. I yeah. mean, just doing this, um, the, going through these verses and over these last couple of days, I begin to just feel this reverence, you know, and just man, I just feel so proud because you know my God is so awesome. Yeah. You know, I I began to like understand the power of God, uh-huh. and 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 it's it's motivated even my my witnessing mm-hmm. to be able to witness to people because you know a fear of man is a big fear that a lot of us struggle with. But the fear of the Lord replaces that and gives us that boldness. Mm -hmm. And when our God is bigger than the people that we're standing in front of, you know, then then that that takes away a lot of that fear. And we're able to to witness to a few to to those people that we come in contact with. Yeah. Um, Then we have uh, Proverbs 19, 23 says the fear of the Lord leads to life. And he who has it will abide in satisfaction. Yeah, I mean. He will not be visited with evil. Oh, that's a good one. I love that. You know, satisfaction. I mean, this, you know, it could be tempted. We could be tempted to be like, oh, the fear of the Lord. You know, like we, but, you know, this is satisfaction. You know, there's life in this. And Mm -hmm. uh, according to the word of God, which, you know, we all believe that this is the word, infallible word of God. Mm -hmm. So let's, let's take its word to the bank. What's the, what's the next one? Uh, Proverbs 23, 17. Do not let your heart envy sinners, but be zealous for the fear of the Lord all the day. Oh, wow. All the day. Not just sometimes, but all the day. That's such a good one. Okay. Uh, Isaiah 11.2 says, The spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. Right. And this is talking about Yeshua himself. Mm -hmm. Like he comes to earth and the spirit that rests upon him one of the spirits is the fear of the lord he was you know as a he feared his father you know he was in reverence of his father mm-hmm. in heaven um he uh, though being like him he never counted you know robbery to be equal with god he knows what it says um but he he understood that his that god was was mighty obviously you know coming down from heaven you know this is he understood but this is one of yeah. the spirits that Yeshua carried upon him to to minister with, mm-hmm. to minister to people with. Yeah. In the next verse, it says, His delight is in the fear of the Lord, and he shall not judge by the sight of his eyes, nor decide by the hearing of his ears. Yes, so like the delight, you know, is in the fear of the Lord. This is, again, you know, prophecy of Yeshua uh-huh. talking about his delight is going to be with those that fear the Lord. Mm-hmm. And, and it's not going to judge by the sight of his eyes, nor decide with the hearing of his ears. Yeah. Yet wisdom and knowledge will be the stability of your times and the strength of salvation. The fear of the Lord is his treasure. That's Isaiah 33, 6. Wow. So the fear of the Lord is his treasure. I mean, if, if God was going to give us something from his treasure, you know, chest treasure up in chest. heaven, you know, yeah, he would he would pour out to us the fear of the Lord because, let's be honest, you know, love is a powerful motivator. I believe that love is a greater motivator than fear. Mm-hmm. But when love is insuff- our love, not God's love, when our love is insufficient, 
the fear of the Lord is what's going to carry us. Mm-hmm. It's what's going to deliver us from that day of um, temptation when we're weak, mm-hmm. uh, when we fear the Lord. And I think it like it kind of it goes together though. It's like it's not the same like the fear of uh, of people or the fear of you know some bad thing or whatever. There's a level of like torment I think that it feels to to your soul or um, just. Whereas right. the fear of God is like a whole, yeah, it like brings you life. feel, yeah. it brings life. Right, exactly. yeah, it's completely, yeah, fear, you know, it's, you're exactly right. You know, we start talking about fear and automatically people get these like uh, feelings in their stomach, you know, mm-hmm. the fear of the dark or, you know, you know, we've all had those, those times, you know, or we have those fears in our mm-hmm. lives, you know. Um, but fear of your house burning down or something. Yeah. There there could be some kind of, sometimes it's even irrational fears, but the difference is, is that those bring anxiety, those bring death, Mm -hmm. but the fear of the Lord leads to life. Um, so yeah, it's so, and we got one here, um, Nehemiah 5, 15, but the former governors who were before me laid burdens on the people. It's talking about, uh, how Nehemiah came and it says, and they took from the them bread and wine besides 40 shekels of silver yes even their servants bore rule over the people but i did not do so because of the fear of god i mean even nehemiah is confessing here that it wasn't his love for the people or uh, his love of his god but it says he because he feared god that mm-hmm. he wasn't unjust in his ruling over god's people in ephesians five twenty one, it says submitting to one another in the fear of god so this part here we were talking mainly about um in community and like how in community does it work and and sometimes um we have struggles that can be alleviated or just um completely avoided by this fear of god because when we fear an almighty god we depart from evil even sinning against one another mm-hmm. the love of the brethren has to be there you know behold how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together but some of these verses here um allude to the fact that the fear of the Lord might be a key element, you know, mm-hmm. in, in a community way of life. Yeah. And second Corinthians seven, one, it says, therefore having these promises, beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. Mm. That's such a great verse. I mean, just talking about, again, this is the, the Lord's will for you is not that you should continue to live in sin. I mean, it says here, Having these promises, let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness. Now, I'm not sure how you perfect holiness, but that's a pretty profound. In the fear of the Lord. Yeah, in the fear (laughs) of the Lord. That's how you do it. So we're supposed to be perfecting our holiness in the fear of the Lord. You know, the the holier than thou is not the correct attitude. Mm -hmm. But before God, we understand that we all, you know, are um, imperfect people. But it says here that we can. It gives us this hope that having these promises, you know, there's these precious promises that it talks about here in uh, 2 Corinthians 7. It says, let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. Mm-hmm. And that's the really the, the main thing that I feel like we can take away from this is that God doesn't want us to continue to wallow in sin. Mm-hmm. He, he can't bless us, you know, if we're continuing to hold on to sin, you know, whether it's, even pride or arrogance, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's something that we have to be constantly struggling with, you know, don't, um, just say, well, it's been like this for so long. It's just always going to be this way. Or, 
you know, it's not really, I'm, I'm better than so-and-so, you know, or the neighbor, you know, I don't, you know, yell at my children or, or but we all have our own struggles and, and God has uh, given each one of us, I believe with my whole heart, God is just, in my own walk, God has spoken something to me and when I gain the victory over it through his sacrifice and through his mm-hmm. grace, the strength of the Holy Spirit, then he would give me something else. And that's how he does it with us. He brings us, you know, from one place to the next. We see that with Abraham. We see that with Isaac. We see that with Jacob. They struggled. It's and he brought, Yeah, it's always a journey. And uh, be like them. You know, take up your tent and uh, travel with the Lord and uh, be on the journey. Mm-hmm. Be on the journey, but um, be intentional about the journey and always go forward, moving up yeah. in the fear of the Lord. Yeah. So this yeah. is, uh, I think we're going to, See if we, we should probably just stop here, and then uh, next time we come back, we'll talk about uh, the verses talking about tremble, uh, trembling, and we'll have uh, some more thoughts on this uh, as uh, we go along. So thank you for coming or for listening uh, to the Voice of the Beloved podcast with Aaron and Victoria. Right now, one, two, three.